2: part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays and email us LockedOnRays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join Ulysses and I this week to get in on the Tampa Bay Rays action and conversation. That's Spotify Green Room. Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays struggles against the Seattle Mariners continue as it's now six for six, six games, six losses against the juggernaut Seattle Mariners, evidently, as uh, the Rays lose 4-2 to at the Trop last night.
1: I'm, I don't get it because, you know, if if I were a betting man and I'd go and bet online, I would have lost some nice green Skittles, uh, these six opportunities that the Rays have uh, played against the Mariners. they They just haven't figured it out. The ball just doesn't go their way. Honestly, I'm just happy enough that my boy Mickey Cabrera and your Detroit Detroit Tigers pulled off a damn good W yesterday against the Red Sox to keep the one game difference. And the Rays are still atop the ALE. So thank you, Tigers. Thank you, Cabrera, for your 498th home run. That's nice uh, because the Rays just didn't have it again. And, and, and it wasn't flatness. I want to say that it wasn't flatness because if we spotlight Luis Patino's outing yesterday, I don't remember if it was BA who said this or, or another pitcher, but uh, the, basically the premise of the, uh, of, of the theory is this. If you get 30 starts a year mm-hmm. in a 162 game season, you get 30 starts, 10 of those starts, you're going to have your stuff working beautifully, crisp. Everything's going to work out perfectly. 10 of those starts, you're going to have horrible stuff. You're just not going to find it at all. And 10 of them are just going to be like mediocre. You're just not going to be able to find it. Right. So 10, you take out the spectrum ends of those 10s. And then you really have to do whatever you do with those 10 in the middle, those 10 that you're not really getting everything perfectly well, what are you going to do with those starts? And I feel like yesterday that was one of Luis Patino's starts where he really didn't have, um, the grasp on all of his pitches. Even the velocity was down, um, from his last, his last start against the Yankees, a couple MPHs. So I honestly think that that was a maturity level up for Luis Patino. Yes. It was five innings. Yes. It's three runs allowed, but I feel like for a rookie, that is great to see uh, and and getting a uh, the, the the last pitch of the 100 pitch outing being a strikeout honestly i know uh the cranky fan might not like 5 innings and 3 runs allowed but uh for a rookie i feel like that was a that was a good maturity level up for luis
2: Yeah. He really had to labor through that start because his secondary offerings just really weren't there. The command of them. Um, and he didn't have a lot of swing and miss either. It wasn't like he wasn't overpowering the Mariners. They were fouling off a lot of things and you know, some of the breaking balls thrown in the dirt and yeah, maybe he got, he got uh, shafted a little bit by the umpire there, but I mean, pretty much everybody was getting hurt by the umpire there at at points. And (laughs) he had, I mean, really for Patino, uh, he'd get to two strikes and he just couldn't put the hitters away. Like that was part of the problem for him, but still he gave at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he gave the Rays a chance to win. If you, yes. if you hold the Mariners or any team in baseball to three runs uh, you're expected. If I mean, your franchise should be able to to score some and, and help uh, help pick your pitcher up a little bit with that. Now that does concern me. I mean, you mentioned the kind of the variance of, of starts, like, Patino rolls out that start in a playoff game, a playoff series. Like it's it's good night, nurse. It's over with. Like it's, I mean, it, the Astros, the White Sox, the Red Sox, whoever you face. I mean, it it would probably been a lot more uglier, and and that's why we have to keep into perspective that, um, you know, Patino's got all the talent in the world. McClanahan has all the talent in the world, but it does, and I think we said this yesterday or earlier this week it should concern you uh if there is a big ALDS or ALCS series if it gets to that point with those guys
1: yeah of course and because that that experience does take it into effect and I know maybe some some fans are going to be like it's okay we got Waka because he's got experience he's an uh, uh you know an uh, NLCS MVP and I would say yeah when when he was an NL and NLCS MVP um I was just legal enough to drink. iPhones were
2: just coming out, basically. That's (laughs) what was happening. So
1: I don't know if you can really take Waka as like this big experience type of guy. Uh, But look, when you talk about Patino's start and giving his team a chance, which he definitely did, look at that bottom of the fifth inning. Mejia walks. um, Then, okay, first out, Joey Wendell. Randy Rosario singles. Mejia's going to second. Franco had the opportunity there with one out and men first and second, he grounds out into a force out men on the corners and then Cruz grounds out. So the, the best two hitters, I think, um, and, uh, at least, I don't know, talent wise or, or name wise, Franco and, and Cruz had the opportunity there. So uh, to, to tie it, not only tie it, but to, to even take the lead there in the fifth and and you're not able to, to, to take it. So, Talking about Patino, he did put his his team in a chance in a chance to win. The offense just unfortunately did did not come through.
2: Yeah, uh, the Rays were zero for four with runners in scoring position. They left seven men on base for the game. Also, the defense, the defense uh, at points was wishy washy for the Rays and the Mariners, uh, to be honest as well. But uh, there was a great stat. I don't well. I, let me rephrase that i don't know about a great stat but an interesting stat uh, on the ray is that they have the second most errors since the all-star break and i have a theory on why some of that may be Ooh, okay teacher. go ahead i, I want to hear your um, theory raise your hand sir yes calling you on you ulysses front row
1: <laughs> I, top. Of the i class. know this one okay <laughs> no, in the in front of the auditorium with 400 people first yeah first row um I'd say Taylor walls is a big part of that. Yes. The absence of Taylor walls. I mean, this guy was had a third of the innings of other shortstops and he was in the top three in DRS. Uh, So I, I'd say Taylor walls is a big, big difference maker in the defense for sure.
2: I would say that and building off of that is the fact that because you don't have Taylor walls playing short, you have Wander Franco playing short. And at the end of the day, at least right now, Wander Franco has not looked like a very superb shortstop. In fact, if we want to dive deep into the numbers, he's got the lowest fielding percentage on the team, and he's already made six errors. And uh, you wonder if the way he plays maybe has an impact on Joey Wendell and or Brandon Lau and or whoever's playing first base as to still trying to get familiar with how he plays at short. Mm -hmm. What's his range? How are his throws made? Um, Is he going to jump or run in front of me on a ball? All of that ties in. I think that's part of it as far as the infield goes. And then also, uh, I mean, big picture here as far as the outfield. I mean, really, the the Rays, since acquiring Nelson Cruz, they have sacrificed defense for offense because you put – Nelson Cruz at that DH spot, that means Austin Meadows has to play in the outfield. It means, and we know Manny Margot was injured for a bit. So Randy Orozarena is getting more time in the outfield. So I think all of that uh, is being thrown and taken into account. Now, Brandon Lau has struggled too. And maybe some of that is... Look, I, I really can't explain the reason for for Brandon Lau because he's doing well offensively, but the it's seemed to hurt defensively a little bit. But maybe just the fact of he's had to play with so many different shortstops this year. Like he can't get settled in with one particular guy yet.
1: Yeah. And talking about that outfield situation, because Cruz is in the DH, you're putting Meadows more on the field. But by putting Meadows on the field, you're usually putting him in left field, which is actually Randy Rosarena's best fielding yes. position as an outfielder. So now you put Randy in right field, which is not as good for him. And then either you have Phillips, KK or Margot in, in, in center field. So it, yeah, the defense has gone down, which you don't really want to see that go down too much because again, if you talk about the formula for the race, it's been that bullpen and it's been the defense. So if you mess around with those two things too much, then the recipe for success that has been 2021 could take a dive.
2: Yeah. And I don't know how big of an impact, if at all, this makes, but the Rays coming out of the All-Star break, at least, have played in some ballparks they're not usually playing in truest park in Atlanta and progressive field in Cleveland, uh, or at least, you know, since Taylor walls was sent down yeah. around that point, I think, uh, is there, uh, one last thing on the Mariners before we move on, uh, we talk about how much success they've had against the Rays this year. Uh, I'm getting some 2018 Rays vibes from the 2021 Mariners definitely a some of the parts Mm -hmm. group like both those teams 2018 Rays, 2021 Mariners. uh, One guy has an OPS over 800. And it's just like, how are they doing this? How are they finding a way? Of course, 2018, you had Blake Snell, who was, you know, the figurehead with the Cy Young, but there wasn't much more after that. I mean, Matt Duffy led the team and played appearances. in at- I mean, Joy, uh, Daniel Robertson was like top five in played appearances that year. So I, yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of a, like, man, this team's not really that talented, that special in a way, but they're winning
1: games. It's all up in here. And all, all in the dome, man. It's 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 your mindset. And I feel like um, what BA said yesterday, um, or maybe it was Dwayne actually. Uh, they were under 500 when they met the Rays, the big bad Rays, who were atop the AL East. They sweep them in a four-game uh, set, and now they've gone 24 and 14 since that series. So um, it's something in a switch that a clubhouse can have. Sometimes a series can really change your season, and 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 obviously. Seeing with the with um seeing the race day in and day out, you kind of notice oh that was a good series. Look at how, w- how it impacted them, uh, but for the for the Mariners, it was against the race, and and, and they've played really well. And sometimes it's just one guy. Uh, that can show up one day and then the next guy, the other, which is very razy. Okay. It's, 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 yes. it's a very raised way of, of, of having that attitude. So good for them. Um, also good for them that they're getting the hell out of uh, the trop because uh, they have just killed the, the race this season. So thank you, Seattle Mariners go away now. Yes, that would be nice.
2: You know what? I, I blame your girlfriend, Ulysses. I think that's, it's, <laughs> It's the Ulysses girlfriend from Seattle curse. That's what I've made it
0: all. Yeah. You need to put a hex yeah. on
2: that. No, I, I don't want to talk see to any her more about it. stuff. We, we gotta figure yeah. that out there. We gotta situate that <laughs> that issue with that. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, Ulysses, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. We will be hosting rooms for the Locked Rays podcast once a week, and yes, that means you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. So go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Okay, Ulysses, uh, we talk about it often. Um, If you send us a voice memo, if you're a listener out there, a Rays fan, a baseball fan, whatever, and you want to have your voice heard literally on the podcast, it's very easy to do. You just record yes. a little voice memo in your iPhone or your smartphone or whatever it may be and email it to us. And we yeah. will play it on air, assuming it passes our, our very, very strict guidelines and protocols here. <laughs> but uh, we do have a uh, voice memo from Chris Worthen, and we'll go ahead and play that now and get some reaction to it.
0: What's going on, Lockdown Crew? This is Chris at TB underscore Bucks for a life. Uh, just wanted to talk about things. Um, I know I got a little loud there at the trade deadline, you know, hoping for some, uh, Kevin Weiss fleece moves by the Rays, but it didn't happen. And you know what? I'm kind of looking back at it now, you know, with the cooler head, you know, it's fine. The Rays are going to do well. There's, you know, they just swept the Red Sox, you know, that are pitching young pitchers, you know, held a really good Boston lineup. Um, and swept them and our bullpen is still remains best in the league. And it will continue to be that way with no matter who, you know, is going to be in that, in that situation. So we just have to trust Kyle Snyder, trust Kevin Cash, trust Neander. Um, you know, last year I was on the thing, you know, I won't question any of their decisions. I kind of went off of that a little bit this year at the trade deadline but overall, the Rays will be fine. Um, you know, they'll, they'll make a pretty deep playoff push and still have a lot of talented players that, you know, if need be, they could call up in a pinch, you know. Y'all have a good day and a good week. Go Rays. Okay, we want to thank Chris for that voice memo there.
2: And he touched on a couple of things. One, he's right about the bullpen. I mean, seemingly you can insert any name you want, and they yeah. will still find a way to get it done. You've got a Chagua. Sounds like a like a French restaurant, like a fancy French restaurant. <laughs> in let's South go to Tampa, Saint this Finet. evening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chagua. Really like their appetizers. Um, yeah. Whistler, Lewis Head, Ryan Sheriff, DJ Johnson, Dietrich ends. That's your bullpen, folks. Soak it all in. Enjoy it. Uh so that's one thing. Um, the other thing is he, he talked about a deep playoff push. I'm not so confident in that I do think the Rays absolutely are in the thick of a playoff run. But as it looks right now, and maybe this is just recency bias with uh the Rays uh play or lack thereof against the Mariners, I mean. The Astros are a strong team. The White Sox are a strong team with a very strong pitching staff. The Red Sox will be getting back Chris Sale before long. And you've still got to navigate the very difficult ALE. So I I want to put those two things uh,
1: out there as far as that's concerned. If the rotation of of the Astros and the White Sox, and I don't want to see the Red Sox because I really don't believe in the Red Sox rotation, but the Astros and the White Sox weren't, that Mm -hmm. good then i would feel confident about you know McClanny, patino fleming and yarbs i would yeah i feel like that's a good rotation i feel like the race have a good rotation the problem is when you compare them with these two the white Sox and the astros then you say okay well that there's a different level there of confidence of 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 repertoire and and expertise again the lights are way brighter are way brighter uh, in the playoffs and in and, and the crowds are way louder than a Monday night with 5,800 people at the trop than 40,000 screaming at you obscenities in Minute Maid Park. Right, You know, it's just a little bit different. So, that, you know, yeah. you've got to talk about those things. So it, it doesn't negate the fact that the race rotation is good. It's mm-hmm. just that the other ones are scarier. And so yeah. playoff run. Sure. I do believe the Rays are a playoff team. The rotation though is worrisome, unless look, <laughs> you know Neander, you know Cash. Maybe they they're so comfortable because they know what their their plan is in the, in the, in in the playoffs. It's like nope, yeah. we're actually going to limit the the amount of pitches in the innings so that we can just use them every three days. Boom boom boom. Yeah, you get three innings, then three innings, three innings, three innings. Maybe they do something crazy like that, a piggybacking during the the playoff run. Who knows?
2: Co- conspiracy theory. The Rays put all their uh, relievers on the injured list so they could save them for a deep playoff run. <laughs> Colin McHugh, you're on the injured list. Enjoy it, buddy. Ryan Thompson, yeah. you're on the injured list. Insert uh, name here. You're on the injured list. Look, the only thing, and let's also realize that the Astros and White Sox have very, very, very strong lineups and battle-tested yes. groups as well. The, I mean, really, the only drawbacks for those teams are or is their leadership their managers you know maybe the yeah. Rays can pull a fast one over Dusty Baker
1: and or uh Tony Larusa if it gets to that point um oh, the other and one thing, thing yeah sorry I, and I will say this uh against the White Sox their lineup and you know some of their bullpen uh um they haven't gone to the playoffs and yeah you can tell me they went to the playoffs last year but I mean it was I wasn't I actually wasn't too thrilled with the way they played last year in the playoffs. And, and, and I thought they could have done more last year yes. and they didn't. The race have done way more in 2018 as a 90-win team, I feel like, than what the White Sox did last year. In 2019, they went toe-to-toe with the Astros uh to, to, to game five of the LDS and forgot six. Last year, we all know what happened. So I will give that um pro with the race. The race have been way more battle-tested as a team in the playoff than the White Sox have.
2: That is fair. Although the uh, y- y- your point is correct. I do agree with you there. They they did add, look, I'm not sure how big of an add it is, but Cesar Hernandez and Craig Kimbrell as well. I mean, that's a pretty big hit as well, but they did have to give up uh, Nick Madrigal as well there. Uh, the other thing that Chris uh, put out there was uh, talking about the trade deadline and something, Ulysses, that we have not yet addressed or talked about, but I can't say that the Rays didn't make a push, didn't make an effort. Did not make a full hearted effort to land Chris Bryant and or Craig Kimbrell from the Chicago Cubs as Ken Rosenthal from the athletic recently reported that uh, there could have been a deal involving one or both of the, those players and that the Rays uh, were considering giving up Tyler glass now, and Kevin Kiermaier. Uh, and of course, the Rays would have to throw in some big name prospects, but they were unwilling to give up the likes of Wander Franco, Vidal Bruhan, Shane Boz, Josh Lowe, or Taylor Walls. So the
1: deal ultimately never materialized. I'm happy that the Rays did not trade any of those five. I know we, we talked about um, being prospect huggers Mm-hmm. and, and are not hate, but are dislike towards being a prospect hugger because it doesn't make sense because then people are like, no, well, don't touch my, don't touch go." You know, it's like you have right. to touch someone. Okay. Somebody's got to be given up to go. get somebody. Yes. <laughs> right. You like prospects. Then you got to deal from the, from the 26 men. Oh, you don't like to touch the 26 men. Then you got to deal with the prospects. So <sighs> having said that I'm, I'm happy that the race did not pull the trigger with the, with any of those five guys. I'm actually surprised, though, that the Cubs, in such a fire sale mode, went to the Giants to get a prospect that, honestly, the race could have given them a better prospect for for Chris Bryant. I I don't understand. And I don't want to label them as cheap, but it seems cheap.
2: Uh, You mean the
1: Cubs being cheap and shipping off Chris Bryant? Well, it not, no, I'm, I'm saying like not, not able to take, no, talking about the race perspective and the trade, like not being able to just take the, the KK contract and a prospect. It seems like they just didn't even want to take the, 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 whatever six mil that are left for, for KK, you know, they, they'd rather get a lower prospect and no money than take some right. money with, with the raise. I don't know. I, I look, I, I don't know. I don't know if we should go around
2: calling other franchises. That's the thing. Shoot, that's like, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But there. like, Oh, how, huh? you guys are so cheap. You don't want to take on Kiermaier's contract. Like, I think that's that's part of the deal that goes with that. Alas, it didn't happen, but I think no. the fact that this deal has been so heavily talked about, I mean, something like this could happen in the off season, theoretically, but we now know that the Rays absolutely have, I mean, it seems like five untouchable prospects, at least as far as they're concerned with Franco, Bruhan, Boz, Lowe, and walls, which tells me that uh, there's going to be a lot of movement this offseason with uh, some of the oh. race players that are going to arbitration or their second year of arbitration. So you better enjoy G Man Choi right now. You better enjoy uh, Brett Phillips. Better enjoy Kevin Kiermeyer. Better enjoy Joey Wendell. Maybe Yandi Diaz. Like a lot of those names you got to make room for, for Brujan and, and low and walls at some point, just saying
1: it's it's going to be crazy. And, 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 this might be the, the most movement we've ever seen from one year to another Um, except for maybe 2010 to 2011. That was a pretty yeah. rough off season as a race fan, but still made the playoffs in 2011. So look at that. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of moving parts, but if we move, if we talk about, KK I think we should also talk about that Glassnow bit too yes and you know Glassnow's not gonna pitch till 2023 so basically they were giving them one year of no playing time and one year of his first recovery year mm-hmm. um I think it's 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 a gutsy trade for both parts because Glassnow could come out and he's just fine he's just yeah. fine and Danny becomes an ace and then the race lose on that. But again, it, 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 do you really want to pay $6, $7 million to a guy who's just not going to throw one pitch uh, yeah. for the whole 2022 season if you're the Rays and you're you know, financially responsible, to say it politely? Um, mm. I, it, it seems like a lot of money to just pay for a guy who might be an ace in 2023. So it yeah. makes sense on, on their part. But again, the Rays did pay $6.5 million to Chris Archer, so... I've, and he's and he pitched maybe thirty pitches this year. And I so, think that's
2: part of the problem is the Rays don't want to get burned again, or say we don't want to pay six, seven million dollars to a guy that's not going to pitch for us. And yeah. assuming that Brendan McKay might be ready, Yanni Torinos, I mean, hopefully Yanni Torinos is back in the fold. Yeah. I will not be surprised at all if the Rays try to move Glass now to another team, with that other team thinking, okay maybe we can try to lock up tyler glass now or we have we have the resources to lock him up yeah. if need be and that's the other thing too where in uh the, the rays weren't trying to pull a fast one on the cubs with oh yeah you really want glass now right now right yeah let, let, take him take him off our hands because of the impending surgery and so forth like yeah. the, the cubs knew that tommy john surgery and of course. he was going to have issues for 2022 uh and and maybe beyond a little bit but it tells me that the rays can't or won't agree to a long-term contract with tyler Glasnow. and um we we, we very well might have seen glass last pitch in a raise uniform because I, I don't know what his arbitration figure would be in 23 i mean if if you would expect him to be the tyler Glasnow of old i mean if it's a 15 million dollars you still pay that if you're a team you would think um so that has to be just throwing that out there with all that information the other thing too that you know, with all this glass now talking, not to go into a whole thing here, but maybe, you know, he's, he's talked about having issues since 2019 arm issues since 2019. It wasn't just the sticky substance crackdown. Yeah. Maybe that lended a small part to it, but this has been, he's been hurting for three years now. And maybe we now have some insight as to why he struggled in the postseason. By the time you get to the end of the year, like my arm's dead, man, I don't have much left. And, and, and- is like and that's where the the issues have have come for him maybe with the postseason a little
1: bit you know what i, I kind of want to dig deep into this if you don't mind but but, but yeah. b- before before we do i want to tell you maybe you know a little build bar action would make everybody a little bit happier and and, and better because they've got delicious flavors all all over their website, they've got raspberry, mint and brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I mean, you name it, they have it, okay, people? So why don't you go to built.com? Get yourself a mix box. Maybe you can't make, a, you know, make up your mind of all righty lineup or an all lefty lineup. Get a bunch in there. You know, Get different flavors because they've got 17 to 18 grams protein. The calories are ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, you won't want to put them down. You really don't. Uh, So, order today. Get the grasshopper cookie. Why not? The raspberry. Whatever you like. Uh, Built Bar, by the way, is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and fuel team, so that's pretty cool. Um, So Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D 1-5, and you will get 15% off your order. So, use promo code locked fifteen for 15% off at built.com.
2: I would make, I would insert a Tyler Glass now. Hey, he just needed some built bars to stay healthy, but I feel like that's a little uncouth and (laughs) distasteful. So I will uh, leave it at that. Uh, Let's go ahead and do it. Let's put the prop bet on the table. Does Tyler Glass now throw another pitch in a raised uniform? That is yes or no. Damn. I want to. <sighs> we might have to put I this wanna. up on social media,
1: too. Yeah, we actually do. I do want to hear what other people are, are, are thinking, because do you pay? The thing is, do you pay six to seven million dollars to Glassnacht to just sit there? They've done it before, not six to seven million, but they've done it before with Nathan Eovaldi. Let's not, rem- let's not forget about that. They have done it before.
2: It, it might be impen- it might be contingent on if they can move Kiermaier in his salary. That might be exactly. too
1: exactly and it, it, it also you know m- m- might be that oh, my goodness um six to seven mil can you do that again i want to say yes because i feel like you're going to trust if you're tyler you're going to trust the rays for your progression and you know that how other clubs can be <clears throat> pirates right so um he might be able to trust them and, 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 and say, you know what, let's stick it here. And maybe that means a two year extension. Can we talk about that? Like maybe just buy one year free agency from Tyler 2023, 2024. I don't know. I want to say yes. I don't know. You got me. Do you, do you have a a stone cold answer? I'm going to say no. And look, they could still
2: theoretically give him a contract for, 2022, and still trade him that That's year true. or during his rehab. So, I'm not saying yeah. that once November hits, he's gone, but maybe sometime in the lead up of the offseason spring God, training, would they do depending that depending on his progress
1: in the middle of I mean, rehab? They let, would
2: trade him. And I, I know Glass now is a very, very important piece, but the Rays have already been burned in a way in terms of how many like 40 man spots they've had to yeah. give up to guys that can't pitch for you. Colin Pochet, Brennan McKay, Yanni Torinos, Jalen Beeks, and I. But again, I think those, that those guys are going to come off. The you board, can do that because
1: it's six hundred K, right? Six hundred K. It's it's like four or five of them, <laughs> so it gets to be a little bit more than six hundred K. But and with, with the other class, consideration it's, it's too the price is price tag. And with that price tag is we know
2: how the Rays think. You've got a lot of talented players in the fold. Long term yeah. contract extension talks having an extra yeah. 567 million to deploy at your will is something to consider. So I am putting it I I am uh, emphatic. No. He will not throw another pitch
1: for the race. Wow. God. I know. So I mean I he we're could gonna technically have to put-
2: be on the roster in 2022, but my line of thinking is throw that a come pitch. 2023 he He's he'll not. be off the team. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I I feel like you're a little bit more, um, cold blooded and, 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 and a little bit less emotional here. So I think you might be correct. You might be correct. And, and, and he might not pitch for the race ever, uh, ever again. Um, I certainly hope not. I really did enjoy Tyler glass now starts specially this year. My goodness. Every time he was on the mound, you're like, okay, put the W on the board. (laughs) This is easy peasy. Um, that's what I'm really wishing
2: is that, and I hate to think about this, but just growing up in the Midwest area, mm-hmm. like Mark Pryor vibes, where you're mm. only around for a couple years and then, man, what happened? Not saying well, that's going to happen, but no, no, it happens with... Look, pictures, it, ha- it can happen to anybody. Injuries so are not.
1: Risk. Yes. Uh, you know what injuries are? Injuries are non-discriminatory. Everybody talk. prejudice. Injuries do not have prejudice and <laughs> they do yeah. not care who you are, where you come from, what you believe in. They don't care. They'll happen to anybody. Um, so. You know what? I'm going to go on the opposite just because we, you know, we can't just agree on everything. I'll say okay. that. Yes, he will. He will pitch with the raise again. And and I'll give you a little bit more. I think they're, do, they're going to do a Wilson Ramos, a Nathan Ovaldi type thing where like, Hey, we're going to take care of you. We're going to get you back on the mound. Can you stay with us an extra year for a reduced pricing? Ooh. And Tyler hopefully says yes, because wow, I did not know that this was going to be this bad and I miss pitching and yeah. I miss this clubhouse and I want to be here. To win
2: and the other thing that Tyler Glass now is probably thinking to be honest is maybe I should have signed a long term contract extension if and when the Rays had offered it to me back not too long ago. It'd, it'd be nice to have 50 60 million in the bank because you still get that money, you tear an ACL, assuming you don't breach the contract. of you know, uh, swimming with alligators or something of that nature. But if you just get hurt from throwing, you're still going to get
1: that money coming in one way or the other. I'm not the competitor than, than the, that these pro athletes are. So the betting on yourself thing is like to the max with, with, with these yes. um, guys. But why would you say no? Having said that, why would you say no to your first fortune? You don't, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can believe all that you can in yourself. But again, if we just go back two minutes, what I said, injuries have no prejudice. They can happen upon anybody. They can happen with you going to wake up your kid and, in and and, and, and going down the stairs and he left a Lego. And then now you took a dive and now you're, you have an ACL fracture or or whatever. Yeah. You, 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 you you can, you can trip an an- in the shower. Ankle. You you can get hurt.
2: You can, you can hit the IL for, Taking off your jersey incorrectly, Zach Pleaseak. It can yeah. happen a myriad of ways.
1: So why would you say no to four years 50 mil? Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. So I hopefully that's that's where I'm coming from. Maybe because of this huge thing and and that has happened, and now he says it's been since 2019 when he actually did go in the IL and yeah. in March. Maybe he kind of rethinks his his way of thinking and said, you know what? Um yeah. I need a little bit of security because maybe the, no yeah. team is going to pick me up. Look, he does the rehab, then he has like a so-so twenty twenty three with the Rays or without the Rays, and then who's going to pick him up? Who's going to yeah. be willing to, to 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 take that to take that? Maybe some team will, and then he can. You know what? I think some teams because value. pitchers teams always need pitchers, and if there's that off chance that
2: you can come back, I mean, look at this off season. Where Corey Kluber was getting a deal. Chris Archer was getting a deal. Robbie Ray was getting a deal. So many guys got deals and a lot of guys that are coming off injuries. Like if, you sh- if you're if you a top level talent, but you've been hurt, you can get, especially as a, a starter, um, yeah. you can get that money. So I, I don't think Tyler Glass now is going to be hurting in any sense of the word, but that... I'm not sure if he ever lives. But up he to doesn't the know 50, if he's going to come back. Dollars. Yes, that that is a that is a That's big the point thing there too. So so well. so
1: I I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Maybe this is coming from a person who doesn't make <laughs> five hundred sixty thousand dollars or or right. three mil, five mil, six mil. I just feel like, why would you say no to your first fortune? I think yeah. Longoria did right. I think KK did right. Yeah, Acuna.
2: People are Acuna. like, oh, you know, after Fernando t- Tatis and all these other guys, yeah. he's got $100 million. And he'll still probably be able to get another big second contract as well in the future.
1: And you set the perfect name, Acuna. Where is Acuna right now? Where is yeah. Acuna right now? ACL. Mm-hmm. Again, it happens to anybody, people. I just, again, I just don't understand players that just refuse to, to, to believe that they are above getting injured. It, it can and that's happen why the to Rays anybody.
2: Lo- and that's the thing of why the Rays have been able to get long-term contract with Brandon Lau and so many others as well with that. Uh, I was looking up Tyler Glassnell's agent. I was going to say, if it was uh Boris, then uh, he probably wouldn't take a deal. They'd, they'd do the Kumar Rocker yeah. thing or whatever, but uh, it's uh, Wasserman is his uh, agency group there and who knows i think Tyler glass now i don't want to uh, i don't want to speculate but i think uh coming from the part of the state in california in the high school he went to uh i think his family has some money as well and he's made he's made a couple bucks here and there as well with that um hey okay, he can be a model he can be a like a like a model I'm, I'm sure he can he can be a lot of things quite frankly he's very uh he is very well he can be on tv he already yeah. is he can be whatever he wants to be, quite frankly. Hey, yeah. he wants to be a pro basketball player, he could probably do that. High jump champion, <laughs> yeah, he, he could probably do that. Whatever, <laughs> you know, water polo, do the Joe Ryan thing, fine, do yeah. it, do something. <laughs> um, okay, we don't have time to really break down today's game, but yes or no, Ulysses. Another prop bet, little smaller prop bet here. Do the Rays win today? Yes or no?
1: Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, they have to, right? They can't go 0 and 7 against the Seattle Mariners, for God's sakes. This is in yeah. two thousand one. Um, so yes, the rays are going to win today. They're going against a rookie who's gone pretty good. Logan Gilbert. He's on my fantasy team. I've really enjoyed Mm -hmm. having him. Unfortunately, uh, um, I might have to take the L just, just to, to get the boys, the W here, but, um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because they just don't look like themselves right now. And and, and that's a tough thing to do.
2: Gilbert versus Fleming. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to say they pull it out can't get there you go can't get swept you can't get swept out come on on a good note yeah i agree and who knows maybe with all the lefties that the mariners have fleming's able to mitigate that a little bit although his splits are reversed so we will see with that uh okay uh that wraps up this edition of the locked on Rays podcast now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the locked on bets podcast hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.